0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening wherever you are. This is uh, Episode 5 of the Groovy Podcast with me, Peter Lebrook. Today is the 21st of January 2015, the first podcast of the year. And it's certainly been a while since the last podcast it had. Uh, don't worry, this isn't going to be a one-off. Uh, I do hope to continue with more regular podcasts, so um, keep an eye out for future ones. So, of course, the big news currently is the pivotal announcement that they will no longer be sponsoring the Groovy and Grails projects as of the beginning of April. So I'm happy and grateful that uh, Guillaume LaForge and Graham Rochet, the leads of the two projects, have uh, agreed to join me and have a chat about that. So hi, guys. Thanks for joining me.
1: Hello, Peter. Hello, everybody. Hello. Happy to join you there. <laughs>
0: And so if you've never met them, you get to see what they look like in real life, or at least via video. So uh, before we go into that interview, I'd just like to run through a few news items that have caught my interest in the last month or two. Uh, And I'm sure my my interviewees will uh, join in and uh, step in if I get anything wrong. So Groovy 2.4 is in release candidate stage, and this is the big one with proper Android support, is that not correct, Guillaume? Yeah,
1: exactly, that's the big uh, highlight, and we're actually trying to make the release, the final release, even today already, but we're facing some uh, issues with the the deployment, so it might be delayed a little bit, we'll see, (laughs) but it
0: might be today, even live during the podcast. Well, you've set yourself up (laughs) for now, so you heard it it here first, folks, Uh, Groovy (laughs) 2.4 final out uh, during this podcast. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, but soon, anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, and if the uh, if the stuff that Graham showed at the Groovy and Grails exchange at the end of last year is anything to go by, Grails 3 is progressing nicely. Um, I don't believe there are any milestone releases as of yet. But Graham, is there anything on the horizon? Is anything out yet?
2: Yes, the um, only thing really ho- holding up a milestone right now is uh, that we are waiting for a stable release of, well, a, a release candidate of Gradle 2.3. Um, and I, I believe that's supposed to hit very soon, either this week or next. So as soon as that is out, we can then issue a milestone.
0: Okay, that's great news because next item, Gradle 2.3 is due to enter RC tomorrow, the 22nd of January, uh, according to the developer mailing list, so fingers crossed that will come out tomorrow which means that a uh, milestone release of Grails 3 will pop out shortly afterwards. Similar to in, in another news item with respect to Groovy and Android, uh, there's been a Swiss Knife release 1.2.1. So Swiss Knife is a little project, a little library, that introduces view injection and threading into your Android app. Uh, it's based on a couple of Java-only libraries called Butterknife and Android Automation. Uh, so. It's already reached 1.2.1. So, <laughs> sorry, I've just seen that uh, we have an extra guest <laughs> who we may see yeah, later. This is Mayo, my daughter. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, so, yes, no problem. So, Swiss Knife 1.2.1. It's great to see uh, members of the community jumping. Into, onto the whole groovy and Android thing, um, and hopefully we'll discuss that a little bit in the interview as well. Uh, and finally, the first Grails conference, I believe, in India uh, happened this month. So GrailsConf, uh, I can't remember where it was, but it was earlier this month and apparently that went with great success. So it's great to hear more conferences appearing in other parts of the world other than just uh, like the US and Europe is where most of them are focused that I'm familiar with. So great to have another one on the circuit um, elsewhere in the world. Speaking of conferences, uh, specific Groovy and Grails ones coming up. There is Greech in Spain that used to be generally around the February time but that's actually going to be 9th to the 11th of April this year. Uh, Spring I.O. that includes Groovy and Grails related content, that will be the 29th to the 30th of April. Then we go on to GreatConf EU in Copenhagen, that will be 2nd to the 4th of June. Uh, Gradle will be having the second year of their Gradle Summit and that will be 11th to the 12th of June, and I believe that will be in Silicon Valley once again, so California. Uh, and finally, GreatConf US, 29th to the 31st of July, and I assume still in Minneapolis. Okay, so, and we're not too sure. Uh, we hope there will be a Spring One Two GX. No announcements, no dates yet, other than that it will be in Washington DC. Okay, and of course, don't forget, there will be Groovy related content at many of the Java conferences as well, such as DevOps France and DevOps UK, and all the others that are coming around this year. Now, onto the interview. So, Guillaume Graham, thanks once again for coming on the show. Uh, First and foremost, my sympathies go out to everyone on your teams. Uh, I imagine you're dealing with a fair bit of uncertainty at the moment about your futures. Um, and I have to say, like, regardless of what else happens, I do hope you'll find new homes pretty soon. And I would be amazed if that doesn't happen. Uh, all talented guys. So there would be definitely people wanting to pick you up. I guess the big question is, in what form that happens? Like, Who will be doing it, and uh, how many of each team, et cetera? So we'll come to the actual pivotal decision shortly. But first, what have your highlights been from the last year? with respect to like Groovy Grails, JVM ecosystem and such like. Guilherme uh, first.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, wow. Uh, where to start? Um, I guess, at least for Groovy, that has been the you know the, the 2.3 release and all the, the refinements which came with it. Uh, I think that was uh, probably uh, the biggest highlight for, for us there.
0: So was that the traits release, or was two point two traits?
1: Uh, I think that was already two point two. Now you make me hesitate. I ah, <laughs> have to double check. Ah, no. <laughs> um, yeah. So what did we add in that one? Ah, uh, uh, good question. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I w- with with all those releases, after a while, you, you start to forget what what you put in them. I, I, the the I am the
0: traits. I am just the same. Like every new version uh, um, is like, okay, what
1: what did that feature come in? Now the, the, the real key feature were the traits. We had the uh, the JDK 8 support, at least in running on JDK 8 and being able to use uh, lambda expressions. Well, closures where uh, wherever lambda expressions were needed. We had some new AST uh, transformations like tail recursive, uh, the builder uh, at builder uh, transformation. What else? Uh, yeah, the, the super-fast uh, JSON support. And well, I think it was a pretty busy release. And um, I know there were many more items, but <laughs> they kind of escaped me. These are really the, uh, the biggest ones. And otherwise, yeah, all the... Um, Ongoing conferences like uh, Great Coms, Spring on to GX, etc. That's always been pretty busy, and uh, always nice to meet uh, the community, uh, our users everywhere. That's always the, the, the big highlights for me. Uh, uh, humanly wise, <laughs> I mean, you know, when you're working from home.
0: Yeah, you know, you yeah. And I think, that I,
1: think
0: that, I think everyone <laughs> that comes appreciates meeting people in the flesh yeah. and yeah. having photos taken with you and all that stuff. It's it's, it's great fun.
1: Yeah, true, and and beside that, um, yeah, the the Java eight uh, related release, um, all the uh, all the things around the stream API, etc. That's the the big stuff in the in the Java world these days, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, talking about the stream API, mm-hmm. and I you know I, I did that blog post on yeah. um, Groovy the, Groovy and Java eight and how they interact. Um, But I'm interested, like, what was your opinion on uh, the Stream API as to, uh, if you're on Java 8, should you be using the Stream API or the old collections API with the Groovy JDK?
1: Mm -hmm. I mean,
0: assuming we're using Groovy in both cases.
1: Yeah, right. I think it depends on what kind of computation you are doing. I mean, there are many very useful uh, methods in the GDK, uh, which offer, I don't know, things like, uh, uh, what else could I take? (laughs) Um, You know, there are very useful methods. Now I'm losing what I wanted to say. Uh, There are very useful methods for doing, uh, let's say, um, uh, permutations or um, combinations and things like that that you won't be finding on on the Stream API. So there are certain things, certain convenience methods, which are basically not available with the JDK stream API. So you might prefer using directly what Groovy offers in that case. Uh, but for other convenience methods, like group by, there are ways to, to do grouping uh, with the stream API. Uh, and then if performance really matters, uh, the 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 thing. So it's not so much about uh, the raw performance of the language, rather than the way the Java 8 stream pipeline has been built, which is how it uh, kind of builds up the pipeline and only do one traversal of the the whole collection or stream uh, to build up the final result. Whereas by default, with most methods in the JDK. Uh, we tend to create intermediary collections in between, which might be expensive memory-wise, etc. cetera, uh, unless you are using the iterator uh, variants of those methods, but we don't have them for all the convenience methods that we have. So in those cases, it might be just better or simpler uh, to use the, the stream API directly if yeah. you don't really depend on the key convenience methods uh, offered by Groovy. So for small, medium collections, just go with what Groovy offers if performance doesn't matter. But for huge collections, uh, especially if you've got many steps, uh, the pipeline approach offered by the the Stream API uh, might be better than in terms of performance.
0: Yeah, certainly the lazy aspect of the Streams yeah. API is is a. Good strength of that. Um, to be honest, I personally like the naming of the methods as well. I understand map better than I understand yeah. collect and things like <laughs> that. Um, so I mean, that that could be the uh, a source for a, another blog post. Actually, you know, right. which one to use? Uh, obviously, a lot of considerations. So, yeah, that's cool stuff. Uh, okay, thanks, Game and and Graham. What about yourself? Uh,
2: yeah, so I mean, 2014 was a big year. Um, on the on the Groovy side, I'm just going to comment on the Groovy side. It's been incredible to see um, really Groovy grow as an ecosystem, and that's been the most impressive thing for me. Um, in 2014, you know, projects like Gradle being you know um, adopted by Android and as the Android build system and really taking off and gaining in popularity. Um, speaking of Android, then and Groovy allowing um, the construction of Android applications as well which is coming to a head now with, with the Groovy 2.4 release. And, um, and you know, the rest of the ecosystem in terms of like Rat Pack and um, things like Reactor embracing Groovy and uh, Spring Boot, you know, Spring Boot um, the and the Groovy integration is, is fantastic which in some sense just makes it even um More unfortunate in the situation we're in, (laughs) but because Spring Boot is a um, a, you know really embraced Groovy in a big way. Um, And then on the Grails side, uh, obviously you know we 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 did a a Grails two point four, which was a big release this year. Uh, But since then we've really been plunged headfirst into Grails three, and and there's a lot of excitement about you know where we where we're going. That's been great. Uh, feedback on my presentations on that, so we're really excited about that. Um, as a as a general industry, it's you know, in terms of the year, it's been interesting to see where things are going around micros- microservices, cloud, um, and uh, kind of real-time um, APIs, and uh, uh, that's certainly an area we're exploring.
0: Hmm, yeah, cool. I mean, it is uh, a lot of changes there. Uh... It always seems to be, every year, to be honest, I'm feeling a little bit old for these things. It's like, how many more new things do I have to learn? Uh, but uh, yes, it's like, hopefully we can narrow and focus on some of the <laughs> longer-term ones, the ones that are so, going to survive. Um, from my perspective, like one of the biggest news items was uh, the uh, announcement by the New York Times that like, one of their teams was using Groovy oh, right. for an Android application. So uh, the fact that a team had jumped on, you know, I guess a fairly high-profile team had jumped onto Groovy as uh, as an option for Android development so yeah. quickly.
1: Uh, yeah, that's,
2: that's that's been really pleasing. And you know, you mentioned the New York Times adopting um, Groovy for Android very quickly. Um, you know, the same kind of thing can be said with Google adopting you know Groovy with Gradle um, as the build system as well. So. Uh, there's been a lot of big examples of things like that happening in 2014, so we're hopefully that you know hoping that will continue, and I think that uh, Ruby 2.4's Android support is going to be a really big deal.
0: Mm, yes, hopefully so. I mean, it definitely looks like there's uh, a lot of appetite for something other than you know being able to program in something other than Java for the the Android stuff in without going too far away from the the syntax that people are used to so um, while I was at VMware I have to admit that, that spring groovy and Grails didn't feel like a, a they, they felt like a bit of an odd fit within the company um, so did the pivotal spin-off give you hope for a, for a better story as far as groovy and Grails go um, yeah I, I, was, I, I certainly had high hopes uh, yeah there was uh,
2: there was initial positivity um, especially with the focus around, you know, you got to remember that Cloud Foundry, the product originally came from Spring Source. Um, So with the refocus around Cloud Foundry, um, you know, obviously the product is very different from what the product it was at Spring Source, you know, Cloud Foundry at Spring Source was a very different product to what it is today. Um, But it kind of came to VMware and Pivotal by that direction. So when we were spun off into Pivotal with the focus around Cloud Foundry, uh, there was there was certainly a renewed um, hope and focus around the company um, uh, I think the period at VM VMware was um, as you said it was difficult uh, in terms of uh, what was Spring source finding its fit within the organization and um, and um, uh, yeah uh, there was there was certainly that renewed hope at the beginning uh-
0: uh, want to add anything, Guillaume? No. Right. What, what? <laughs> so this was the, uh, the the transition yeah, to yeah. Pivotal and whether you felt yeah. that... Uh, uh, I, I, I felt that there was a, a good chance for a, a better focus on, on Groovy and Grails within that Especially, organization I mean, the, than VMware. The, the
1: more you know, software focus, at uh, least for me, uh, I, I, I felt that this software focus made more sense compared to you know virtualization and all that kind of things uh, so I found that uh, green rails would be better fit there than, uh, than they were for uh, people before um, VMware before but uh, you know you never know if you refocus uh, your energy on some particular aspect product technology others maybe you know know they are less of a good fit so
2: certainly if you it, look, look at the Certainly, if you look at the original motivation um, that VMware had around the um, acquisition of Spring Source, it was so that they could have a developer audience yeah. that, that drove developers towards a cloud platform. Uh, as it happened at VMware, that cloud platform wasn't uh, completely ironed out. And, it, and as it happens at Pivotal, that cloud platform is maturing, and that is Cloud Foundry. It's a maturing platform. Um, uh, but for whatever reason, Pivotal, maybe through differing management or, or whatever, feel that they don't need a developer audience um, as much for Cloud Foundry as they did as VMware thought. Um, hence the, or at least they don't need the Groovy and Ralph audience. Um, even though, you know, we were driving um, developers towards the platform, um, you know. A significant number of applications deployed with Cloud Foundry were Girls applications, um, but uh, you know um, I guess they have other avenues to attract those developers.
1: Hmm.
2: And there's so, also I'm,
1: something that might be uh, interested in, interesting in, in mentioning that's uh, how. But uh, it's a wider debate around open source. But uh, uh, the how do you see? Uh, the the investment is it an investment that companies are making in open source, like you invent in in, in something to gain something in return, like developer mind share, which is not necessarily something measurable, like direct revenue in terms of dollars. Versus, is it just a you know cost center? Uh, is it just a spending? Um, it, it sometimes it's perhaps also the view uh, of companies that might be changing uh, with. Regards to uh, what those guys that are paid for for developing open source stuff, uh, and perhaps so you might certainly, have um,
2: certainly if you look at VMware, VMware, uh, there was a big conflict of mm. you know and that VMware were very much a product company, not an open source yeah. company. So they had a hard time understanding you know this investment in open source. Oh, works. We don't have a product that we're selling. So you know how does this work and there was a lot of there was conflict about that um, and certainly you in order to have a successful open source business uh, you need to understand that, that you in order to attract an audience a community uh, you need a certain amount of investment in open source once you you, you once you have a community and, uh, and an audience um, then you can introduce commercial products that um, you know monetize that audience. Um, uh, y- you know in, in, when we were just Spring Source that for example was um, TC server. Um, uh, obviously things changed as we transitioned through to Pivotal. So <laughs> um, that you know, that's the idea: is building a community, building an audience, and then uh, selling add-ons or commercial products to that audience. That 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 convinces that audience of their value, um, and that model does work, is known to work. If you look at um, companies like MongoDB, you know, who sell an enterprise version of MongoDB, or companies like Elasticsearch that provide all sorts of products and infrastructure around the Elasticsearch. Um, that model is known to work, but obviously you you have to be very focused on, on, on that audience and I, I think historically um, uh, VMware and Pivotal haven't paid a huge amount of attention to the Group Young Rails audience, um, which I hope would change with a new sponsor.
0: Okay. So yeah, I mean, there are, there are different ways that you can make money out of open source. Um, like Oracle, uh, yeah, Oracle's an interesting one because they, they took over Java. So that's taking over a language, which in languages are notoriously hard to make money off directly. Um, but they also yeah. saw it as critical to their own uh, paid for services, um, their fusion at the time when I think they first bought. Uh, when they first took over um, Java. Uh, but then again, as you say, Mon- um, uh, TenGen, or the, are they call MongoDB now, you know, uh, productizing their system uh, so that they can sell something that is suitable for those, those people who have, like, business-critical systems where they need extra uh, reliability or what have you. Um, Juke was another one. There was a blog post from a Juke guy who was talking about the whole Groovy and Grails situation and Pivotal. Uh, their approach is to dual license the SQL library called Juke. Um, that that can work. And of course, in the past, others have used consulting and support on top of these things. Um,
2: yeah, that's, um, <clears throat> when this discussion
0: happened on Twitter recently,
2: um, you know, I. I um, you can have a, a good business with a um, consulting and services and training oriented business around the open source offering you can have a good business that does that um, as it happens you know pivotal are targeting an, an IPO and you know for them um, an, an, an IPO is obviously um, a different level of revenue and and so on, which you, you, is probably not achievable in a pure consulting services organization. Um, they have different goals.
0: So um, so you think that, um, you, that they they couldn't find a fit for Groovy and Grails, uh, but they have found a fit for Spring, because it seems they're keeping Spring, at least for the moment. At least for now. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, is it... All Spring projects, or are they focused on like Spring Cloud, perhaps Spring XD, um, big data? Maybe their focus is big data. I, I, I'm not sure.
2: I think the Spring. I think uh, the Spring team um, are doing a phenomenal job, and um, uh, you know, creating innovative, great products. And um, I think they, because they're a larger team. Um, the Spring team are or a much larger team than the Groovy and Grail team. Mm. Um, they were able to branch out and create products like 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 Spring Cloud, like Spring Spring Cloud that uh, really resonated with the rest of the organization. And if I look back and think of a mistake that we made or were not able to achieve because of resourcing, is um, we as a team uh, did not cre- create create those same uh, products that resonated with uh, Cloud Foundry and the rest of Pivotal, um, you know. But it's very it's a very hard thing to do creating something like Spring Cloud or, some, you know, um, when you're a team as small as we are.
0: Yeah. Okay, so um, that's that's like in the past now. So looking to the future. Uh, it does seem that ideally you'd like a single sponsor to effectively take over both teams uh, and, and effectively let you continue heavy development of the two projects. Are you fairly optimistic that, that that might still happen? And if so, what sort of company do you think might take up the uh, challenge? And uh, I know Stefan from DevOx, he tweeted uh, he, bet, he was betting on Red Hat.
2: Mm. So uh, we're optimistic. Obviously, uh, um, we have to be, and uh, our discussions are ongoing, um, and with a number of different companies. Um, obviously, none of that I, I can necessarily talk about. Um, but uh, uh, we're optimistic in securing funding. But you know, it'll probably reach a point there where. Um, uh, we 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 have to consider several different avenues. So um, whether it be a new, a single new sponsor or starting a new company um, altogether, um, all all of the options are there's several options in front of us. Um, so we'll we'll see how it pans out over the next few months. Um,
1: but at least as of today. It's a- Obviously, a bit too early to um, to say uh, anything, or we don't have any definitive, uh, you know, plan in mind. And we're pretty open to suggestions. And uh, what's pretty uh, almost overwhelming is the, I mean, the number of uh, companies, individuals, etc., who uh, replied to us and uh, offered help. Uh, you know, some even personal money and things like that. That's pretty amazing. The the, the kind of support we've uh, received and that's very that, that, that's something I wanted to highlight that uh, I'm always amazed by the, the very friendly community that we have uh, around the project that we've managed to gathered uh, over the years and uh, I would really like to thank them for that and for uh, helping us uh, whatever uh, the solution uh, we'll find ultimately that's really uh, heartwarming basically
0: mm-hmm. Yeah it's uh, as uh, Ken Cousin said it's uh, it's a very warm community and very yeah. open um and uh, uh speaking of that like somebody suggested crowdfunding uh, at one point um so you know what what other avenues are you considering the plans b c and d if you like do you have any particular ideas or uh, how the team's may split up to make it easier to pick up or, yeah, or but, uh, would we see the return of G two one?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, but
2: uh,
0: we, I, can't, I can't, r- we can't. We
2: can't rule out any possibility. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So um, you know, it may be that uh, you know it's not realistic for. Uh, we understand it's a it's a large investment. to mm. take they six people uh, for many companies. So uh, and we're, we're realistic about it as well. So. Um, you know we, we are exploring every single possibility we can um, there are there are many on the table um, including creating a new gt one if you want to call it that um, uh, including crowdfunding potentially um, including a new sponsor uh, or you know there's there's a whole variety of things outcomes that could materialize it's just too early to say which one will would, would be at
0: okay well i 'm going to call that uh, Google might be interested in the whole uh, groovy side of things definitely you know they they may be looking for a, a swift like uh, variant for android i don 't know how their whole relationship with um, uh, with Oracle is going, so i don 't know whether Java eight will hit Android anytime soon, so anyway that 's the one i 'm going to call but it's it 's great to hear that uh, there are discussions in the works. And, I mean, you've mentioned the community, and a lot have been saying that really like to do stuff. So, have you given any thoughts to what uh, members of the community can do to help?
1: I mean, uh, I think in terms of, you know, infrastructure, etc., we are, um, it doesn't cost all that much, and we've got pretty much things, all all the things in hand, so it's not really... uh, there's not much help there that we need for now at least uh, but I think it's still more about you know uh, spreading the word, continuing using our technologies, etc, reassuring people that Ruby and Grace won't die anytime soon and they, they will live on whatever the future uh, may be, you know, if it's a new uh, big company uh, uh, getting us all on board, etc, so it's perhaps more even even just the fact of saying, you know, Groovy and Grails have been there before, uh, being fully funded, and, uh, you know, Gro- if you go back in time, Groovy 1.0 uh, has been done just on our spare time, basically, and we went pretty far with that already. Um, so... Uh, there's, uh, that's Yeah, that's how people can probably also help us spread the word, continue advocating Groovy and Grails, and, uh, and that's... Uh, already a great first step I think.
0: So I mean I was thinking uh, success stories, something like that, so you have a nice like portfolio with...
1: Yeah, that could help too. Um, At some point in the new uh, Groovy website for instance, I'd like to find a place, I'm not sure quite where yet in the the new uh, structure, but uh, uh, I'd like to be able to um, offer kind of case studies or uh, something like that or testimonials um, that would be nice, and uh, yeah, would be nice yeah, what, to put that. In what,
2: one. one thing that's been incredible is um, the, res- in terms of the response to, um, to the announcement has been the number of people you know coming out and saying, "Oh, we use Groovy and we you know we we have X amount of Groovy and Grails or Groovy Grails engineers, and you know we, we created this product with Groovy. and um, so." Uh, Unfortunately, in the real world, like a lot, of, not many people actually um, blog or talk about these things that the products that they built. And you know, if you that 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 is, if you if you're a Groovy and Rails user and uh, want to support the community, you know, uh, that's a great way to do it. Just you know, talk about your experiences with Groovy and Rails. Talk about what you did at work um, with it. Um, you know, promote promote uh, promote the language and the framework.
0: Yeah, cool. So there you go, community. Uh, a few suggestions to come and help out the uh, the projects. Um, so I just want to like finish and ask uh, what your aims are for the two projects. Like as you lead up to uh, Groovy three, I don't know whether there'll be a two point five or not, um, and Grails three.
1: Yeah, we might actually be doing uh, Groovy two point five. The uh, you know, there's always this uh, big uh, set, well, not big set, small set of uh, big highlights of what Ruby 3 will be about, like the new mob, etc. And uh, we're, we're, we're kind of came to the conclusion that a big bang new mob is really too difficult to uh, come up with, so it might be something more incremental. So perhaps we'll be putting uh, some of those ideas that we've had for the new mob progressively in dot releases, not necessarily in a big 3.0 release. So there may well be a to two six or something like that. At least 2.5 is likely, I would say. Um, and then a 3.0 might be when we uh, enable the new grammar, um, because we never know if uh, some corner cases might not be caught. Or normally, I mean, it's still the same groovy syntax, obviously. But you never know with a new parser, etc. cetera, if, if it breaks some AST transformations, because the tree structure slightly changes, or something. Uh, so perhaps the 3.0 moniker might be for something like that. Uh, but otherwise, that, that that's still pretty much the plan, you know, the new mob, the new grammar implementation. Uh, what else What the, yeah, on the the, the, the big thing, um, which likely requires the new grammar as well is the, uh, the, some of the Java 8 features uh, in terms of syntax uh, that we'd like to add. Uh, because it might be, you know, like uh, uh, supporting um, like the the, the the new keywords. Of, well, not keyword, but uh, on interface having uh, static methods and uh, and default methods. So you have to support default there, etc. Or whether we should be supporting the uh, colon colon notation for. Um, the colon colon notation for the, the method references, although we also have our own. So it's, uh, it's actually some discussion that will be also launching pre- pretty soon on the re-mailing list, uh, so as to gather some feedback on what uh, our users, our uh, key uh, members of the community think about uh, certain decisions regarding what we should be supporting or not, or how we should, should be supporting that. Um, so yeah, that's the, the, the main uh, the main aspects for uh, Groovy 2.5 five and, and beyond at this point. And g- continuing as well the Android support and fixing and so on. But that's uh, pretty obvious, I would say. Hmm.
0: Yeah, and uh, Grails three.
2: Yeah, so on the um, on the Grails three side, um, we obviously focused on going GA with Grails three, and I think that will be a, a big deal because. Um, you know, it's a significant rearchitecture of the framework, and um, we made it, it made it uh, possible to migrate plugins. Um, you know, through package renaming and so on and so forth. And um, I expect a number of the plugin community to really rally around that, or at least I hope the plugin community will really rally rally around it. Um, and then, you know, there's a significant amount that we can build on with Grails 3 because of the profile support. We've opened up a huge number of possibilities. Because uh, now it's, you know, not just possible for Grails to be able to build a servlet uh, uh, targeting web application. Yeah, you, know, you could create a profile for building a, uh, uh, a Netsy application or a RAP application or uh you know all sorts of, there's all sorts of potential around that area that we're pretty excited about and hope the community will
0: uh, jump on as well. So how would you uh, summarise Grails 3, the the, the the elevate, I hate the term elevator pitch but you know the core essence of uh, what it what it's trying to do for people.
2: Uh, well I mean first of all it's uh, we're trying to uh, correct a lot of past mistakes <laughs> <laughs> in terms of um, uh, the new Gradle build is phenomenal. So if you, you know, the Gradle, it provides a, uh, a structure and um, a, a robustness that we didn't have before um, and with just the same amount of flexibility and ability to extend and, and basically unlocks the whole uh, Gradle ecosystem uh, for the Grails developer. Um, and then the profile support, of course, is 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 extremely important because uh, now it's suddenly possible to you know, create plugins and applications that uh, that that potentially target a range of different environments. Um, and we we see that uh, it's really going to unlock the potential of Rails in terms of creating uh, microservice applications. Um, be much easier to, because it's built on top of Spring Boot, uh, quickly spin up um, a Rails application just by running the static void main uh, class or, um, you know, the creation of runnable jar files, um, container fleet de- free deployment and so on, so there's, there's a huge amount of potential in there.
0: Mm. So is it, um, you know, the, the kind of terms that come to mind uh, at the moment are um, it's, it's still trying to be a rapid application development framework um, as it was before, like using conventions heavily, but with much more control over uh, what actually goes into your application, and of course being able to support lots of different types of application, you know, the standard CRUD uh, MVC thing plus others. Uh, like the, the newer Rat Pack style streaming, reactive streams, Absolutely. and that kind of thing. Absolutely,
2: and I, and I can foresee, you know, we, we
0: had a lot of discussions with, um,
2: um, about uh, Griffin us- using the same API to build a, a swing application using the same infrastructure. Uh, that is actually now possible, a little bit too late, because Andres has gone off and forked uh, the, the code base and headed off in a different direction. But if Griffin was created today, you could create a profile for creating Swing applications for example. Um, you know, there's, a, there's, a, there's all sorts of possibilities there.
0: Mm. So I think I think there could be a lot of excitement built up around the Grails 3 release. So uh, it would be interesting to see uh, how that progresses and what the community comes up with. Um, anyway, so great. Thanks very much, guys, for coming on. Um, just, uh, we do have a question here from the audience. Uh, when will the current Groovy website be replaced with beta.groovylang.org? <laughs> now, I thought it already was, because if you go to www.groovylang.org, that is the website.
1: Yeah, true, but the uh, the old uh, uh website is still up. And actually, the, um, so it's not totally public, but not totally uh, Top secret either. It seems that uh, Codehouse will actually shut down in a month from now, so the the old Groovy website will definitely be uh, gone in a month. So, so
0: Codehouse itself. Sorry. Codehouse, the organization. Yeah. Code House, yeah okay. With
1: all its projects. So all the you know mainly J- JIRA instances, everything will have to, to go actually, uh, and be migrated by uh, yeah, let's say mid mid yeah mid February something like that. Uh, so it'll have to be live. I mean the new website will definitely have to be live uh, in less than a month from now. Uh, so we already use uh, uh, the the website for uh, things like downloads etc. Uh, But we haven't really uh, switched completely, uh, because there are still holes that we'd like to fill in terms of documentation. But uh, perhaps we won't have filled uh, um, and wrote this uh, missing documentation. And we also noticed that when CodeHouse had some uh, outage uh, in terms of infrastructure, we uh, redirected the traffic to the new website. And uh, we noticed that people are really google searches when they search for something they actually don't even use the search feature on the website so they they just hit google and oh it's leading to the, the main page of the new website i can't find the information uh, which made us realize that we really need to put in place a redirect from some old urls to new ones and there are some of the very frequently accessed urls and pages on the old website for which we don't have equivalent Uh, content or documentation or web page in the new uh, website so we're we're going to try at least to fill the gaps there uh, before making the switch in in a month uh, maximum and um, and one last thing i wanted to mention before we leave is that although i haven't made the announcement yet because we're recording and we're live on the podcast but the Release of 2.4.0 is now available. So you just need to uh, wait a little bit for the official announcement, but I can say live in this podcast that 2.4.0 is available.
0: Excellent, great news. (laughs) So if you're listening to this live, you can go straight to the Groovy website. And uh, once that's, that should be showing the 2.40 links now or shortly. Oh, you
1: can. But uh, I mean, I'll be publishing. Actually, I can already give you the the link if you want the the release notes. I'm putting it in the chat area, uh, release notes. Uh, so this is the link you can use for the, the release notes that's the what I'm going to announce basically for people who want to have a look at the, the new features, the, the, the tickets closed etc
0: mm, I noticed that's a codehouse link
1: <laughs> yeah 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 because uh, we haven't uh, migrated the, the release notes on the new website either so we'll need to find a suitable place for uh, the release notes and also to migrate the old release notes that's mm. something I'll be doing in the coming week or so
0: Yes, I mean, I have to say, having handled uh, helping with the migration from Codehouse to the Grails website, uh, making sure that all the old stuff yeah. was available the, would link to the new stuff. Yeah, that yeah. was that was challenging. Yeah, um, right. I am one of these people that will just Google search for everything, even if I know where where it, even if I know which website has the information, I will just Google it first. It's yeah, true, so true. much easier.
1: So
0: easy. Uh, okay, so thank you. So. Um, couple more things, so one of the audience, Donald Murtagh, uh mentioned that there is a Groovy Streams library yeah, uh, by Tim Yates. So yeah. that gives you the best of both worlds, the lazy stream API, but with some of the uh, benefits of the Groovy additions to the collections API. Mm. Um, and finally, I just wanted to give a shout out, because Graham brought up a classic Cloud Foundry, the one that uh, Spring Source originally bought. Uh, or brought into the fold Uh, that was started by uh, Chris Richardson whose birthday is today so happy birthday Chris Richardson happy birthday happy birthday So happy birthday Chris okay once more thanks very much to Guillaume and Graham for joining me and I hope to catch everyone else all my listeners next time in maybe a couple of weeks time so goodbye
2: goodbye goodbye